Hello, welcome to another episode of Unpacking Neuroqueerness. This episode is going to be a sad episode, but uh, an episode that's very important and that's very needed um, about something that needs to be talked about in it's a very sad topic and it, it understandably it makes some people uncomfortable and, and that's why I have a sensitive content advisory on this episode but um, it's about something very important and that is suicide in the autistic community. Um, <clears throat> the link in between uh, <clears throat> being a victim of ableism and being misjudged and misinterpreted and mistreated throughout life and how that leads to very high suicide rates among autistic adults uh, autistic children and autistic unfortunately children and teenagers as well but even on you know all the way into adulthood um and you know, it's just, it, I don't think people, I mean, it, hopefully this puts it in perspective and, and, you know, the stats are just horrifying. Uh, it's research, different research has shown, I mean, this is going to vary, but in general research tends to show that up to 80% of autistic adults have had suicidal ideations um, before, and, um, yeah, it's just, even just having ideation, it's just, like, yeah, and it, it, a lot of autistic people commit suicide, and we're gonna, um, we're gonna talk today about, um, this is just one, this is just one victim, of countless, countless autistic people that take their lives every day because they're forced to grow up in a society that doesn't understand and accept them. And so this one person I, I just read about this week and this is just, you know, it, it prompted me to, to make this episode. So her name was Caitlin. She was 16 years old. She was a brilliant student at Wickham, uh, Wycombe, darn it, Wycombe Academy, Wickham Abbey, I believe. Uh, it's in Britain, so I'm not, I don't, might not be um, pronouncing the school name correctly. Um, but it's a boarding school, and Caitlin um, killed herself in on school grounds this week. Um, the school was failing to provide care and to properly accommodate her and understand her. She was no doubt in my mind, she was being bullied, um, and not getting support for that. And it was actually in another advocate that I follow online, Ellie Mids, that posted about this, um, and I, I read, and she was actually talking about how it hit her very hard personally 
because she has gone to boarding school as a young uh, person, I believe in Britain as well, and had horrifying experiences herself with being bullied. And, um, and, you know, the school staff that, you know, you would think that they would support her actually also turned against her purely because they misunderstood her as an autistic person. They, uh, she would say things like they misunderstood her excitement, um, Ellie's excitement to get an A on a test was misunderstood because autistic communication is different than neurotypical communication. It was misunderstood as not wanting to get an A. And so they were like, you know, the the, the staff members were, were bashing her and basically trying to say that it was okay for her to get bullied because of the way that she presented differently and the... And, uh, and that wasn't um, taken. Uh, that wasn't taken well um, because it was perceived as rude. Um, you know, just like downright ableism. And this is what happens to people every day, all over the world, and. You know, some people with extensive amount, you know, even with extensive amounts of trauma do make it out. And myself included in terms of having to go through a school system that is simply not built for and not accepting and accommodating of neurodivergent folks. And so this stuff, like, and and there are countless people that do end up committing suicide. And that's the other part. And that's what hits us really hard is when we, when we see these things. When we... I mean, we know that it's happening day in and day out. Like, we know that's what hits. It's not just this person. It's countless other people people as well that this is happening people are being bullied and traumatized autistic people particularly are being bullied and traumatized autistic people and other marginalized groups but in this case i'm talking about autistic people and the the this this alarmingly the kind of ableism like in the same i don't know it's like there are people that you know, they might may have been marginalized in other ways throughout their lives, but people don't understand. Like, you will never understand what it is like to be bullied as an autistic person if you are not autistic, downright. You can do your best. You can be a good ally. You can listen, an ally. You can listen. Um, you can support us in the best ways for us to be supported and... You know, that that is something we really appreciate. But the, the reality is that you will never be able to know what it's fully like. And, you know, just that, that downright, that's the, 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 the truth. But 
I hope that this just shows people that it it is a deep systemic issue. It it is not just one school or or another. It this is a systemic issue. And it, it is happening all over the world. It is happening to all kinds of people. And we need to do better as a society. We need to do better by autistic students. We need to do better, whether it's a, a private school, public school, whether they're diagnosed, undiagnosed. No student, no student should ever feel the way that I felt that Caitlin felt, and that countless other autistics are made to feel every day. A school has a duty to care to those students, especially the disabled and most vulnerable. And that's just not what's happening out there today. So anyways, um, um, uh, I know this wasn't my typical kind of episode, um, but I felt like it was a very important one to talk about. And um, thank you for listening. And uh, I'll see you next time.